Shalom, shalom. Welcome to Her Biblical Thoughts. Today is the first installment and I'm so glad to welcome you. Today's scripture is Genesis 1 and 2. And this is such an interesting scripture because it's about how God created earth. You might wonder, is the Big Bang true? Here is your answer. So prior to the world as we know it, the world was empty, dark, the sea was dark, everything was chaos. And who else is able to make things flourish like God? So God decided to create and he did this in seven days. God made sure that we had light and darkness. He called the light day and the darkness night. God looked at it and he said, it is good. And this is how the first day went by. The second day appeared and God said, let there be space between the waters of the heavens and the waters of the earth. The waters of the heavens were to be called sky and the waters of the earth were called sea. This is how God separated the sea from the earth. God looked at it, he said it was good and the second day was marked. The day after, day three, God said, let the waters beneath the sky, the sea, flow together so that it makes room for ground. The ground was to be called land, God said. And so God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed bearing plants, trees and fruits were to grow here and that's how day three was marked the following day day four god created a big light to govern the day the light was to be called sun and he also created a big light to govern the night this was the moon and along with the moon God created the stars. God looked at it and he said, it is good and this marked day four. And so day five appears. At day five, God created the birds, different sorts of birds. He also created the sea creatures, big and small. God looked at the sea creatures and the birds and he thought this is good. Day 5 was marked. The following day, day 6 might be my favorite day because this is a nice day. We finally become part of the picture. God creates the animals and the human beings. First, he creates all sorts of small, big and wild animals and he tells them to procreate. And finally, he creates the human beings. He makes male and female so that we can procreate together. Not only are we made to create, we are also made in the image of God. And this is, I think, my favorite part. To know that God didn't just make me out of the dust, but he had a purpose making me. And that's a fact because everything God does has a purpose he made us in the image of him so that we can create so that we can love so that we can give 
so that we can be emotional, we can relate, we can think, we can analyze, we can do things that other creatures cannot. And this is the thing that gives me strength to know that I'm not made like every other thing on earth. Us human beings are made for a bigger purpose and that's why we are made in the image of God. But for us to be effective, we have to obey the seventh day because the seventh day God created to rest. So with that said, when we get into Genesis 2, God zooms into when he created us human beings because you might wonder where and when did God create this? This might be over 2000 years ago in the Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden was created wonderfully without worries and imperfections. The garden had two trees in the middle, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When Eden was still alone, God told him that he could eat from any tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If he was to eat from this tree, he would surely die. After instructing this one important thing man was to obey, God acknowledged that it wasn't good for man to be alone. So God created helpers, he created the animals. After creating the animals, it was still not good for man to be alone. So man who was made out of dust was put to sleep. He was breathed in breath through his nose by God. And so he became man, a living person. And within his sleep, God took out his rib. And from his rib, another human being was created. When man awakened, he was excited. He called this being woman because she was made out of his bone and flesh. Together they lived the shameless life in the garden. The beauty of Genesis 1 and 2 is knowing peacefully that we are made in God's image. We are made to create. Though we are all different, we all have characters and skills that we know God to have. Nothing that we create, see, read, research, figure out, is new under the sun. Everything is known by the sun, is known by God. These two first Bible chapters are one of the few Bible chapters where the earth is perfect and where life is perfect, where the human beings live shamelessly, happy and joyfully amongst all the animals. God didn't just make us to procreate, he made us to rule over the animals, to, to take care of the earth, to take care of the waters and to keep everything intact. In today's day and age, we can see that things are changed, we are not shameless anymore, we don't experience the same joy and happiness as Adam and Eve and the world around us isn't as clean and perfect as the Garden of Eden. So when we look around us, we understand that we are not living in Eden. But where are we living now and how did we get here? This is a question many people ask. They might not ask it directly in this way, but you might wonder, why is everything so terrible? Why am I always sad or why am I depressed? Why am I scared? Why am I sick? 
Why is my neighbor hurting? Why are my parents divorced? Why are the people who do terrible things in this world? How are all countries somehow corrupt? Why are the rich so rich and the poor so poor? So many questions, but I think all of them fall under one big question, which is where are we now and how did we get here? Why are we living in this broken space called Earth? And what are we looking forward to? What is it that gives us hope? How did we get here? Will be answered tomorrow. But why we are to have hope, though we are living through difficulties, can be answered by scripture. How are we able to still have hope is answered by Jesus. Because God gave his only beloved son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, giving us hope so that we can be restored, giving us joy so that we know that through prayer, God can hear us and God can interfere. Through Jesus, we are saved. We are able to get into heaven, into internal life in heaven. We are able to experience internal life in heaven only by believing in Jesus Christ. So with this beautiful and wonderful truth, I think it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And remember, no matter what you're going through, there is hope.